if he can't wear his helmet from last year. <laughs> and, <I> mean, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is Lunchtime in Rome, episode 3737. 38. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off on a roll. <laughs> Smooth opening as always. I am here with Eric. Yes. And Jay. Hello. Correct. And we are on episode 38 of Lunchtime in Rome, where today we're going to be talking about wedding advice. The past two weeks, we've been on a wedding theme where we have talked about our experiences and then we talked about your experiences. Today, we're going to be talking about advice that we've been given and can give and that has been submitted by you. Like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, go to Lunchtime in Rome where you can find all of those things. You can find all of the downloads for the, uh, the podcast there as well, SoundCloud and Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. It's out there, lunchtimeinrome.com. Without further ado, Eric, take it away. Yeah, um, and also a reminder, if uh, you can you can watch us live, like Brian said, on Facebook, but if you're watching right now, or we'll remind the crowd again, mm -hmm. if you have any advice, please post it live as we're doing the yes. show. Um, this but is interactive. Right, but before we do get into the show... Well, you know what? You're, Jay, you have time. You have time, because the, for the first 20 minutes of the show, we just model uh, what lunchtime in Rome is all about, and yeah. that's keeping... Uh, each other from feeling alone. It's the number one problem people in every culture face is feeling alone. And so our whole goal is to make you be a part of our lives as we share our lives. So we do that for the first 20 minutes of the podcast, really modeling, rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning with those who mourn, which is the Bible verse Romans 12, 15, hence lunch time in Rome. And if we're in Rome and eating lunch, this is what we'd be doing. Uh, the second 20 minutes is when we teach and when we talk about that. And that's where your advice that you leave on Facebook Live, we will take care of. In the last 10 minutes of the show, we put down and then lift up other people in their performance <laughs> in life. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but this week has been a big week, I think, for all of us. I think we, we have a lot going on. Um, our community, Penn Hills, has a lot going on, which mm. I'm sure, Jay, you'll be talking about a, a lot of that. Um, but I celebrated my 37th, my episode 37 birthday. Yep. This, that's what this, I was thinking about. This, that's right. right. This it's week. so deep on your heart. Your connection to Eric <laughs> right? Brian it's is unbelievable. Yep. Um, and so good that I texted him, I think five o'clock in the afternoon, like, Oh crap. I forgot to do this first thing in the morning. <laughs> Did you reply like birthday? <laughs> it's your birthday. Hey, it's your birthday. Um, yeah, the balloon, but, uh, it was good. I had a good birthday, a couple different moments over the, over the weekend. Brian brought me a very special treat. He brought me snails from the pie shop, which is in, uh, yeah. in Donegal PA. Um, and I did, I did a little recon on the, on the show last week. Cause we started talking about, it. I was like, I can't remember the name of yeah. what he likes. So what is the name of the thing? Dude, like? That was slick. Was a little slick. Yeah. They're so good. Um, yeah, that was from us. <laughs> um, and but if you're curious of what they are they're just pie dough and there's like a cinnamon sugar and they roll the pie dough up and then they slice it down and it looks like a little snail roll are there walnuts in it no okay i don't think there's no nuts in it it's just cinnamon sugar. it's just so good they're mm. just very simple little and isn't america and capitalism great so good because what does that cost them to make? Oh my gosh, I pennies! Mean, it's got to be pie dough, if especially if they're making sugar, the pie dough themselves. Which like they are, you know, it's, it's a pie shop. Right, it's a pie shop. Like, mm -hmm. gosh, it's got to be so cheap. And I mean, I know you put down like fifty bucks for those for him. I mean, uh, that was so seven ninety five, I believe it was. <laughs> Still, what's the profit? Seven sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Yeah, that's pretty great. I remember I, we went up camping uh, to Ohio Pile one weekend with the guys, and I, I bought them out. I was like, I just want all your snails. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and they get, it was a huge box of snails. Between all of us, we ate all of the snails. Like I was expecting to have leftovers. There was nothing left. It was awesome. It's like it was a John great. Panette thing. You go away. <laughs> yeah. No more. Um, and then the second thing this week. Oh, also, um, Amy bought me my favorite cake. She got it from our cake lady. Um, I'm drawing a blank on her first name. Ken Nicole. Love's daughter. Nicole, Ken yes. KLD, baby. Oh, man. Ken Nicole Love's Love, if you need a cake made and you live locally here in Pittsburgh, it is the best cake. But my favorite cake is yellow cake with chocolate icing. 
and it was like the perfect cake. I loved it. And then she also got me a box of Snickerdoodles, and they were I love my favorite cookie. I ate an egregious amount of baked goods this week. <laughs> well, I love that last week. <laughs> this is just us. Last week, you're like, man, we had a great date night. Yeah. And we just talked about, you know, I just haven't been doing yep. great with my diet. Yep. And I ate a thousand snails <laughs> and cake and cookies. But this week, yeah. this is the week. Is the week. Well, I was bringing them home and that was that yeah. great. Like, I'm playing, oh, that's I'm true. playing the podcast in the car on the way <laughs> yep. home. Like, and I heard myself talk about, okay, what is snails? Yes. And like, I'm in, yeah. the, I'm in the car and I'm like, yes, I nailed it. Yeah. And then Eric's like, and we're looking to, I'm looking to do a little bit better. I'm like, ah, oh, man. I just feel bad about myself. He's going to, he'll like the snails. No, I didn't feel bad at all. No, no that's what he, he, oh, no, yeah. he said that in yeah, the podcast. I did. I've just been down on myself. I was a little conflicted. <laughs> I was what like, am I, I con- got for you? Am <laughs> I contributing? No, this was like the <laughs> my, my little last hurrah for, for a yes. good bit. I, uh, Clean it up. I, I'm cleaning it up and I don't want to make too big of a deal. I want to, you know, push this come to shove and I, I'm making some changes in my life. But I did start running this week. I Wolf. started some interval Oof. training. I've actually, Good for you. dude. I know I don't like running, but I do enjoy the process of waking up early and then. Oh, go. you're doing it in the morning. I'm doing it in the morning. <gasps> Got to. But it's quiet. I go out in our neighborhood, which is nice. Oh it's yeah, been really pleasant. Hilly, I, but and, not too hilly. No, I'll, you know what I do is I'll you take the car. <laughs> <laughs> My stats are amazing in the, in the app I'm using to track this. Um, no, I, I run up and then I just run back and forth on that top street, which is mm-hmm. nice and flat. And, you know, it's 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 been great. It's been great mentally. I feel And when you do it, you know what? You did it. Exactly. And that's my, that's my thing. I have to get up and do it. And then I'm done with it for the day. And then, like, I, yeah, I can enjoy the benefits of it. Are, so you, doing, are other, you doing it with Cody? Because you used to no, do it. Okay. No, Cody's he, like, get out Yeah, he's here. like, he's, he's <laughs> sawing logs mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, but the other thing is, I've had quite the run-in with insects this week. Oh. Um, so the first thing is I was cutting the grass last night. Looks sharp, by the way. Right? I that edge. Dude, my I edge celebrate. Game. My I edge celebrate your grass when is, I pull up. <laughs> it's good. Um, uh, but I was cutting my grass last night and I got stung. No. What I'm thinking about was wasps. And I got stung like three or four times on the back of my leg. <laughs> You know, over and, a period of time, or like bam, 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 bam. Well, I was I was making a pass, and I turned around, came back, and and I got stung. I was like, ooh, and I looked back, and I to see if I could see anything, and I couldn't see anything. And I was like, all right, maybe there's a little fluke. So you know, I'm looking down on the ground to see if there's a nest or anything. Come back, do an, do another pass, turn around, it's like pew pew pew, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like what was that? And um, I, so I like threw the lawnmower from my hands and like, you know, I jetted, you know, away. Um, <laughs> Which is always a good look. <laughs> I know. You can only Dude, hope somebody's I, watching I was you. actually hoping my neighbor was watching this so they, they could have a good laugh because it was pro- it probably did look really, really funny. Um, and I, I'm looking, I'm looking, I see this little cloud, this little swarm of, of wasps over by our, our retaining wall in the backyard. So I got some raid out, hit it with the raid. It was like three seconds and then it went, oh. I was like, no. So I went back in. There was another can of like something else that we had that Mike left back. Right. So I'm like, this has to be pretty good. You just got a lighter out and you just (laughs) torched it. But the the raid was enough to like simmer him down a little bit. And then I took the other stuff and like took care of it. But like, I was like, wow, that was, that was really bad. Um, And then my, my calves, that was all on my calves and and I still had to do my front yard. And my calves were like burning for the rest of the time that I was cutting the grass. Wow, you get like extra credit for that. The other run-in, and this, okay, so I was letting, I think this was Sunday night, I was letting Cody out, um, out front for his last little uh, piddle for the night, and I opened the door, and there's this huge spider on our porch. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Like huge, like what? So, huge as in like, it was probably about, it was, it's, it's legs stretch probably went farther than like a silver dollar like much farther than a silver but the body was huge it had some juice to it it had some juice to it a little crunch and i was like oh buddy hang on i don't want you going out there with that thing and and get bit and you know then we have to you know do this whole thing so i grabbed the magazine and you said magazine and i thought of a gun okay (laughs) just a regular consumer (laughs) report old consumer report magazine and uh i i just smash it and then this other spider comes out from Back a flower up. garden and like jumps on the magazine. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And I was like, there could probably be only one reason why there's another spider looking out for another spider. 
and I lift up the magazine, and then there were like probably uh, a good hundred little baby spiders uh, that came out from this one big mama spider. And one like part of me like is like heartbroken. Like this is uh, like I'm not a hunter, but I could definitely kill something for my family if we needed to eat. I can take something down, no problem. But like it just made I was like, no, I just ruined this family's life. This fight, and then, like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, I was like, oh gosh, and like dad's like, what happened? You know. <laughs> This little gentle weeping of this spider. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, all right, Cody, let's go outside. Did <laughs> you start stepping on all the babies? <laughs> well, they like scurried. Like they were like, Ugh. they were pretty fast moving. I like spiders, but that just a, a bunch of bugs at one time. It, it was very. You open the trash can, there's all the maggots. <laughs> it was alarming, like, you know, how many there were. Yeah. And and I, I'm the same way. I, I actually Ooh. like, I like having spiders around because they keep the other bugs down. Sure. And they also catch bats. Like I just saw a post that there was a giant spider that caught a bat. Which is see, I like bats at my pool. Like I'll be up there at dusk at my pool, or like right after it's gotten dark. Yeah, and I'm standing there, like ready to jump in out here on the oh, water. Oh yeah, they're so accurate, dude. That's amazing. And they can't even see. I love bats outside. Yeah, don't like them inside. Bats inside. Derry. Don't like a bat inside. That, the that house. one video, though. Remember that that was that viral video. <laughs> oh, dairy, dairy, get the bat, dairy. <laughs> so good. No, but that big... was my week. So it's been uh, pretty eventful. Sure. Gotcha. I had an unbelievable week, and it, and it was started with the weekend. You know, we had a the rehearsal singer? on Friday um, at our church. I've been a pastor for over five years and have never done a full-blown uh, wedding ceremony in the church. I've done 20 weddings outside the church probably in that time. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And so that was just a big deal in organizing and everything. And I don't want to spend any time on it. It was a good wedding. It was a good time. Ashley and Matt, Godspeed. Saturday was the wedding. And Rachel said, uh, I think the air conditioning is not working. Mm. So I finished the wedding, went home, turned it on. She had turned it off. In the sanctuary? No, in our house. Oh, sorry. Turned it on, worked fine. Go down to Summerfest, the big festival that we have in Penn Hills. Great afternoon making snow cones for kids for free. Seeing all kinds of people. Great afternoon. Sunday, <clears throat> church, pool, hit some golf balls with Brian. Couldn't have had a better time getting to see Brian just be the most frustrated he's ever been in his life. <laughs> Not the most, but it's pretty frustrated. <laughs> it was pretty frustrating. <laughs> Monday, normal day. Tuesday, it all changes. On our way to uh, an event called Unwind at the Narcissi Winery. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. it's an annual fundraiser for the Children's Hematology Oncology Division at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, where I spoke the first year they had it, the fifth year they had it, and this is the eighth year they've had it. And jokingly, I always tell people, you know, this is our annual uh, opportunity to spend a lot of money on clothes to try to appear uh, trendy and cool, all the while remembering that our son died of cancer. Now, yes. that's maybe the negative way to go about it's it. a heck of a night. But the reality of it is we get to go and represent people who have lost their kids to cancer and the show that we can do it yeah. and that it can be done and that we're not you know, we're okay. Yeah. Which I said to the one lady running it, Amy Raymond, big fan of Amy. She does a great job. I said, that's actually probably not very good for your fundraising. Like we should come weeping every year and just like, don't let it happen to one more kid. Like for us to be like, no, we're doing okay. Kids are good. Kids are fine. You know, but on the way there, I found out that pastor Vic, who is our associate pastor at faith community church, was admitted to the hospital oh, with no. fluid in his lungs and, and heart and stuff like that. And everybody's praying for him. And, and I'm like, okay, all right. Well, Vic's tough. You know, okay. Right. He's like 115. He's still running marathons. Exactly. He's, Backwards. He's, he's, he just does it because, you know, why not? Forward. He's, he's an incredible human being. Um, and so that's on the way there. And we're there. And and by the way, you'd be interested. The whole the Chinese auction, you know, where you buy tickets and put them in the bags yeah. in front of the different items. All through this Give Smart. Uh, program. It was all on your phones. The whole thing. Oh, we can talk about that another time. Yeah. On the, we'll do it on the uh, tech. On the, uh, on your techie podcast. On the tech podcast. Tech time and room. Where you teach me all. Where you teach me about technology. That's right. <laughs> Rachel's son. The the main speaker is about to speak. And by the way, plug shout out to Paul Alexander uh, from yeah AT Sports and all that all the all the things mm -hmm. he does the emceeing every year and it's so funny he and I get together once a year at that event and we talk and we hang out and we laugh and it's it and that's that's fine. great and his his good line with Shelly Duffy his now wife he uh, Shelly Duffy they both are the emcees and he said I put a ring on the treasure hunt lady's finger 
because <laughs> she does treasure hunt or whatever it is the treasure uh, mm. yeah treasure thing. hunt treasure hunt yeah makes the most or whatever it is. rachel needs me to put her sunglasses away so i walk back to the van as my phone rings and it's the superintendent of penn hill school district and she's telling me that the tragic shooting that had happened in the city of pittsburgh uh well greater pittsburgh area neighborhood of shaler was in fact a penn hills teacher don babbitt yeah who could not be more beloved every year they do um a scholarship night and kids who got scholarships list what teacher had the most impact on their life two to one he's by far the first wow every year every year baffling man over 20 years a teacher just incredible and something just went very wrong and he snapped mm-hmm. and ended up being shot by the police and i'm in a the lot van, and i'm at the van. yeah a lot and i'm at the van mm. putting the sunglasses away to go back as this main speaker starts to talk about how she lost her twin sister to cancer at the age of 25 was diagnosed at 12 beat it 18 beat it came back at 21 and then it killed her the third time and so as she's talking i'm sitting there going what am i going to do with this what do i do with it and so the 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 superintendent asked if i would be part of the grief counseling Mm. so then here comes wednesday morning now we have a trip planned i told her i can be there wednesday i could be there friday yeah. But I can't be there Thursday unless you tell me to, because I've already made hotel reservations to take the family away for one day to Erie. So <laughs> Wednesday morning, I get up, I go to the high school to do the grief counseling, and it's good. And there's just, there's really nobody there. There's teachers there, and I'm talking to them, and principals, a couple principals, and I'm talking to them. And it's the way it should work. Yeah. It's people that I know who know me, yeah. and then I can just sit there, oh, how can I even forget telling the kids Tuesday night? We get home, and we're like, we're so glad our kids don't really have social media. Mm-hmm. So we can tell them mm. and we bring him into the living room and Joe goes, so Mr. Babbitt, huh? <laughs> and he found out from Instagram and we talked and it was so unbelievable how matter of fact they were. Mm. And and that's what I wrote in my blog post, jmitlow.com, that we just basically went over three things that they already know. Number one, things happen out of order. Yeah. You're supposed to die at 96 after a long life. Yeah. Right. Well, trade died at six. Right. Yeah. Okay. Things happen out of order. Yeah, they've had to come to terms with things like this very, very early on. Right. And then number two is things don't always make sense. Mm -hmm. This makes no sense. Right. As I was talking with some of the teachers, we were talking about if you made a list of a teacher that could snap, Mm -hmm. he would be at the bottom of that list. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We had a guidance counselor commit suicide a few years ago. If you picked a guidance counselor or a teacher that would commit suicide, wouldn't have been this guy. Mm -hmm. Most positive guy in the world. Yeah. And so we went over with the kids. Hey, things don't make sense. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know, why does this, why does a baby born with cancer? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and number three, that's why every night when I pray, I, th- I thank God that the day was what it was mm-hmm. and that there were no tragedies today. Yeah. When there aren't. Right. And I and explained to Joan Bella, you know, cause every day they pray that tomorrow would be easy. That tomorrow uh-huh. would be good. Yeah. That tomorrow would be fun. That tomorrow would be, you know, all those things. And I always pray. Boy, God, thank you that today was good. Was okay, mm-hmm. right? You're living fine. in the now, right? And, right. And, and if nothing went bad, then it's good. Yeah, and that's okay. And I explained that to them. I said, "That's guys. That's why I pray that way." Yeah, every night. So, and and I said, "Are we good?" It was maybe ten minutes, and I'm looking at them like, "Are they stone faced and dead to the world emotionally, mm. or are they just in a point where, yeah, there are terrible things that happen that we can't figure out?" Yeah. And I'm okay. Wait, this is your kids, not the my school. Kids. No, that's me saying okay, this to my okay, kids. Okay. Like looking at, we talked for 10 minutes and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. I think we're okay. Okay. All right. And so mm-hmm. then I go to school, talk to the teachers. Good principals. Good. Superintendent comes in. Good. And it's good to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And you go up your whole life, afraid of the principal and afraid of the superintendent. And as me as a coach, you don't even know the superintendent. You know? Yeah. Right. But somebody has been in young life ministry for years where you always want to keep them on your good side. Oh, yeah. You don't want to get thrown out of a school. Right. For me just to know them. And to be there for them, it was such a blessing. And I get a phone call because at this point, my air conditioning is not working again. <laughs> so Ventec is on their way. So I go home, find out air conditioning, dead. It's completely, it was, didn't need a recharge because well, we were talking about that on Sunday. Yep. Yeah, he changed the capacitor and it started working again. He goes, uh, now that's okay, but we don't know capacitor. how much damage that did to the motor. And it's making a noise. And I'm like, that's not a good noise. And he's like... It's not a good noise. <laughs> and then the fan's blowing, and then it's making the noise, making the noise, making the noise, and the fan just goes, uh, and he goes, locks up, and your blower's bad. Uh. <laughs> so now that's dead. 
and I get a phone call about Clyde, a, a nine, mm-hmm. nine, 89 year old member of our church. It's his son. And he's like, he's about to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, and you know, in my head, I'm like, wow, my air conditioning just died. So why not? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's just so weird and random. This yes. And I'm like, I just want to go to Erie. That's all I want to do. And so I get in the car to drive over and he calls me. He's like, he just died. And I'm like, well, I'll be over. Yeah. And so I walk over to the, mm. to the, the uh, nursing home where he was and started setting up plans for that. And, you know, again, to see somebody who has recently passed away, it's one thing to see somebody in the uh, funeral home made up. Yeah. You know, you know right. and the, and the number one, the, today's about weddings. It's not about funerals. But one of the dumbest things you hear in a funeral, they look good. <laughs> I know. But reality is from where they did a few hours after they passed, they do look <laughs> yeah, good. My that- grandma always talked about that. She never wanted to be laid out. She was always like, I never want somebody to stand in front of my coffin and my say, dead body. oh, she looks so nice. Really? I'm dead. And how, this is the how best bad, I've looked. How bad did I look before? <laughs> right, right. But now I look good. <laughs> Yeah, death is ugly. Like the the unmade, the unmade up, the un you know. Uh, it's just, it's a it's a shell. Yeah, it's, it's a vessel. It's, mm-hmm. it's it incredibly really, eerie. It's a beautiful thing sure. because you realize there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I left there, and we packed, and we went to Erie. <laughs> I got out as soon as I could. I mean, air conditioning's yeah. dead. Clyde's passed away. <laughs> we had air conditioning in your car. I did. And it was it was lovely, and we had such a great time in Erie. Oh, I could that's spend the awesome. next twenty minutes, and I won't. Talking about that, we splurged and we stayed right in the Sheraton Bayfront. So mm. it's right on the bay mm. with, a, with a lake. It's so, it's so funny. It's a lake view room. It's a bay view room. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we went to this water. Co- yeah. Water. And yep. we went up on the tower and spent, this tower is like five, six stories high. You pay, you pay five bucks, by the way, to get up. A little steep. It's there. just a Eerie. tower? It's a tower. It's like a, it's like a lighthouse that was built in 1996. All right. It's a uh, observation tower. Okay. But you take an elevator up, and we were up there and just taking a bunch of pictures and waiting for the sun to set and get good pictures, which we did. And yeah. it was just the Mitlow family, the four of us, just getting along, having a great time. Went out to dinner, came back. Joe and I and Bella were in the hot tub. Of course, Rachel had no, nothing to do with the hot tub because <laughs> it's gross. Right. Had a great time. Got up, went to this traditional diner. It's uh, one of the only diners. Dinor. That's a national. Yes, Dinor. Uh, National Historic Landmarks, broke my kneecap because of the way the booth was. There's this huge thing (laughs) instead of a line. I mean, I thought I smashed into pieces. Mm. Uh, Left there, went to Walden. And the reason why we went to Erie for the day, pardon me, is (laughs) every year we go to Presque Isle. And Bella says, can we please go to that amusement park this summer? And I'm like, you bet, honey. And for about four years, she's gotten a you bet, honey. And we haven't done it. Mm Mm-hmm. And this year we did. So we went to Waldemir yesterday for the afternoon and they're like, yeah, it's going to be pretty busy today. We got a couple parties and stuff. It was empty. We rode on every ride. Yeah, that's awesome. And they've got a wooden roller coaster. I think you were the one, Eric, that said you wanted to go on that one that goes across. Was it you or somebody else? Yeah, it must have been somebody else. There's a roller coaster that goes across the road that you go into Presque Isle. Oh. And it was only uh, built like in like 2006 or so. It's actually the eighth best rated wooden roller coaster in the world wow i love a good roll a, a wooden roller coaster punches you oh, yeah in the face yeah mm-hmm. like you get off and you're like i'm not real sure what just happened yeah that's awesome so we got to ride that we, we rode it twice second time front row and joe's like i'm good like yeah it's, like and my neck <laughs> it's hurt intense. by the yeah, time yeah. you're done it's real fast yeah. so real it, steep it bounced you around physically is it is, is when you got off that one in ocean city this past summer right the, the and joe was one? near dead yeah is it was it like different experiences yeah because that was smooth yeah. and just disorienting maybe and forceful maybe if you like operated a jackhammer while riding that one you'd get the same effect yeah i mean you're locked it's just <laughs> completely different it's just it's just different yeah it's so loud because it's an old wooden one yeah it's yeah. a steel rail wooden roller coaster right. yeah. is the way this it's one like is all the ones at kennywood almost that, that work anyways no no it's it's a hybrid basically yeah. between the two okay. i mean it does count as a wooden but it's a steel it's yeah it's it rides similar to but mm-hmm. it's different so it goes a little faster okay anyhow then we did the water park which is a sweet water park nice got some dinner at this cool other diner that's right at the bottom of the hill as you're going into Presque Isle. then sat on the beach until the sunset and then drove home wow nice bam that's how you do it yeah. that is how you do it so how long of a trip is that two hours two hours two fifteen really mm-hmm. I thought it was a little further I thought from to Erie yep mm-hmm it's four. It's less than four to Buffalo. I thought it was like two to Edinburgh. 
Nope. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I just did it twice in the last I two mean, days. <laughs> well, I mean, right. No, that's, I mean, I'm just saying that's good to know for future little trips that we want to do. With a lot of deterioration on Presque Isle number six, which is where most people go. Uh, like <laughs> the lake was almost all the way up to the parking lot. Like, I don't know what they do on a, like on a Saturday, that place is packed. Yeah. And there's just the lake moved up. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but there's a lot of beach deterioration. Mm. But we had a good time except Bella got a cold, but she's all right. Wow. Brian. I'll make this short. Um, we got back from camping on last fr- uh, last Saturday. Oh, don't make it short. <clears throat> We're like half an hour into it now. I went long. That's fine. Um, got back from camping last Saturday. Had a great night up there. Uh, dodged all the rain for the most part. We left and it was a monsoon. You guys did. Dude, we, I, I was I was really... I was kind of bummed because we were picking Ethan up from camp. He'd been up there all week in the same area that we have always gone to. And we talked about it last week's podcast. Yeah. Um, and we like, we're leaving Penn Hills on road. I road and it's just the rain starts smacking the car and yeah. it's just like, I'm driving on the turnpike at 45 and I don't drive on the turnpike at 45 and he I'm, can't I'm, drive 45. I'm still moving, you know, I'm still uh, shimmying a little bit. And yeah. I was like, man, there's no way we're doing this. Yeah. I think there's a Holiday Inn Express up there. And then I look back and we'd brought Chalupa and I was like, oh, but I don't know if they take dogs. I was like, we got to do something. We're right. not going to go up there. And because Abby was just so ecstatic about <laughs> about camping. <laughs> she wanted to camp so horrific. bad. And so um, about 45 minutes into the trip, we realized like it just it kind of cleared up. And then I just kept watching the radar and it, it it had rained a little bit, but the campground wasn't, you know, it wasn't muddy. It was it was it was good. It's amazing. And we set up our tent and the whole time we're setting up our tent. Um, like the one side of the sky is nice and clear. The other side is really cloudy and you can hear the thunder. But Ooh. like up there, the thunder echoes, you know, it echoes. And I'm yeah. just like, it's far away. It's far away. Which it sounds cool, like bouncing off the it canyon does. walls. But like, yeah. yeah, you also don't want to be in a tent. I don't want to be in a tent. And so we <laughs> we finally got tents or uh, camp set up. And um, and then like it started to, to drizzle, but almost like a mist. And it was weird because the sky was like clear and the, it, the sun was setting, but it was still like misting and, and yeah. raining a little bit. And then it stopped. And uh, then I was so excited to make mountain pies. I'd thought about mountain pies. I love mountain pies. Nothing better. And it had, it just turned like nine o'clock and it was getting dark. It was pretty dark and perfect. You're time. like 15, 20 minutes away from anything. And I realized I forgot bread. You and Abby that. like started crying because oh. she'd been oh, so looking man. forward to it. I was like, uh-uh, I'm going to get bread. <sighs> yep. So I, I bit the bullet and... <laughs> Paid fifteen dollars for a loaf of bread. Well, <laughs> from nineteen ninety eight. As soon as as soon as I realized I forgot the bread, I looked over at, at my at my Kia, and I ha- I had put those you know folding chairs. I'd put them underneath the Kia because I didn't want them to get wet if it did yeah. rain. Oh no! And I was like, if I leave, I gotta we'll pull Move. those out. Yes. <laughs> so you- I was like, I'm gone, and I jumped in the Kia. I felt boom, 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 boom. I was like, no, oh, there go the chairs. Oh, and the best gosh. part is, you thought to yourself, yeah, I, I, I was like, I gotta the move them. I've done that so many times. I can't forget this. And then five minutes later, I'm. I think your brain actually says like, okay, I remembered. And then the chair, yes, yes. And then we don't worry about it anymore. Yeah, it's checked off the box. Move along. And honestly, the chairs were fine, which was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Right. Amazing. So I the go kids get, sitting in the chairs, though. <laughs> <laughs> like I finally get the bread. It's three dollars and nineteen cents for a, uh, a loaf of Wonder Bread, and it was the best best and Wonder I Bread you ever had. Got it all the way back to the camp, and by like nine forty-five, um, I have these delicious uh, mountain pies made. One's a one's a uh, uh, like a pizza one. One's a uh, a cherry filling, like you know, dessert one. Yeah, you got your oh, meal, you got your dessert. Yeah, so good. It, hey, what I, kind of cheese do you use in that pizza one? None, because I was making the pizza one. I was like, I forgot the cheese. Well, I brought the marinara sauce and, and the salami, so I'm not going back out. I, so, I, so, but it e- was delicious. Ethan ate uh, two bites of that one. Uh, Abby ate like three bites of the other one. I ended up eating both mountain pies while the kids went to bed. And, oh yeah, you did. And they were both a mess, just in tears. And and so, like, oh wait, they were in tears. Because they had to go to bed or what? No, just they were done. The day hit so, right. Everything so it could have been anything. Yeah. Yeah. But so we, we had just have a great night. Alexa, and, and the sky clears out and Alexis and I are out there at like 10, 15, 11 o'clock and like just stars and, and just a great time. Her and I just sitting there and talking and and it was just it was so it was such a perfect ending to that whole ordeal. And then um, we had a great day camping or hiking the next morning. We went out to eat at that one small restaurant. Had What's great, the name of that place? Do you remember? 
it, I, I can't. We gotta remember. give them that. We gotta look it up and give yeah. them a shout out at some point. It used to be the red and the blue, red and blue, but it's that's oh, years that and place years was ago. awesome. They took so good. They took such good care of us. They wouldn't let Chalupa in, but they're like, go and go around and sit in the back. They ended up bringing us out all this stuff. They brought Chalupa this big plate of sausage and ham because they're like, well, she looks really hungry, and we're like, ah, I mean, she has she's had her her lunch, her breakfast. I mean, but they took such good care of us, and it was just two ladies, you know, and like such like home style yeah not cooking not just cooking but the whole atmosphere yeah good old you uh, felt very welcome i felt very welcome and then we got home and i like i hadn't eaten since that point and we've been hiking and we've done a lot of things got home and it's like five o'clock and i'm getting really hungry and we were trying to get over to your house eric oh, to yeah. um to help you celebrate your birthday and to give you your snails and stuff and like i'm up at the pool and i'm like i'm starting to feel everything and like the sun's out and i'm feeling great but at the same time like really I'm like, Abby's like, can we go get tacos? I'm like, yes. Like, I was so <laughs> pumped about that. I was like, that's why you're my daughter. And you're going to be so awesome. You're already so awesome. That just hit the spot. We that's went to El so Campesino. That is so You're funny. like the drunk guy. It's like, tacos. Yes. We're doing tacos, man. I was so excited about it. I was like, that's the perfect suggestion, Abby. You couldn't have nailed it more. So we went to El Campesino and yeah. ate so well and came Medello. over to your house. That's awesome. Yeah, I had this giant margarita. Um, it was really good. Mango margarita. <laughs> yeah. So good. But not to be a downer and to kind of tie into to a lot of what Jay was talking about, this was a tough week. This was a, this was kind of an emotional week. And, um, yeah. you know, the Penn Hills thing, I didn't have the teacher, but I, I knew of him. He, I, yeah, he started, I had Mr. Babbitt. So I, yeah. was, I couldn't believe it. And like we were talking about before, like I the last person yeah. you think of. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I remember him, he had first started, he was young and like, mm-hmm. I think he was still subbing at the time and all the girls loved him. And I was like, I didn't, you know, I, I knew of him. Um, but th- so that happened. But then, um, the other day I, I was in the middle of the day working and I got a text from one of my hockey guys. Yeah. I play ho- hockey every Friday night. And, um, like it's a really tight knit group of guys. They've been playing together since like junior high i mean you know we're all in our late 30s early 40s and they've been playing together forever and the one guy jeff um he he uh, our captain tj texted everybody and was like jeff lost his daughter this week she was 15 he was in a car she was in a car accident Mm. it was just a gut punch and like i know these guys but like i don't you know i don't right. like you play hockey with i play hockey with them and we we go out and eat wings afterwards and, and have some some beers and but like the more I thought about it throughout the, the and it hit me hard yesterday. And like, I, I mean, I just broke down and it, I was so humbled because the entire time I've been doing this, there's been this question in my mind. Am I just here to play hockey and, and, and sit and have wings with these guys? And if that's all it is, I'm, You're I'm, not upset. I'm, a, I'm a lucky man, you know, but then when this happened, I, it, it all just hit me. And so I texted, I texted this guy and he's, he's kind of a stoic guy. Probably. I don't think he, I'm pretty sure he doesn't know Jesus. Pretty sure he might be anti, you know, Jesus. And I just, I, I did everything that we talk about here. Mm. And I was like, I, I just want you to know that you're not alone. You know, I've thought about it as a parent about these scenarios, but they've never happened to me. They've happened to you. And wh- how, whatever I can do to be with you in this moment so that you don't feel alone. And he like just kept sending me the, the nicest text back. Like I, this, you, I appreciate this so much. And you could tell it was genuine and like, it all just hit me like number one, God's design and placing me in, you know, for, for, for a year at least, you know, positioning me to be in a relationship with these guys. Mm-hmm. And then when this time comes for all of what we've been talking about to come to fruition, like it is hard to join somebody in their emotion. It can be very, very difficult because there's times where you are just right there with them and man, you feel it, you know, that empathy, that, that sense of, that sense of oneness with them when you really do join them can be overwhelming. And man, it, it, it hit me hard last night. And, um, so, and I think it's important to point out that, you know, you said you were there for a year in young life. We use a phrase, you have to earn the right to be heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've done that. So that's why it didn't happen a year ago, you know, or, or what I don't say, well, that's why it didn't happen a year ago, but that's, sure. you've shown that you're not Christian douchebag that, you know, is going to judge him or mm-hmm. throw a Bible over at his head. Right. That you're just going to actually come alongside and, and be sad with him. Right. And not have the right words to say. Right. And be there. And so I think that's just wonderful how it, it was set up, like you said, in that way for you to be there in that time. It's amazing. And for you to not just gloss over it, but to step into that role. Yeah. And I, you know, I think one of the important things like, and I've seen you do it before, but when you're, when you're, when you are joining somebody, um, 
you can offer to be there with them and hey look i'm here to talk or not i'm here to not right. talk. you're just there yeah you don't like i'm not going to place any kind of demands on you in this moment when all you need is somebody to be there you're not trying to get things fixed maybe you are but i'm not going to offer that unless you open that up you know based on our relationship so i'm not going to force myself on you right and i think that's a very important thing to talk about when we talk about all this you know joining people or not you know, mm-hmm. that could be a whole, that could be a whole, right. a whole podcast we do. Um, yeah. but so anyways, that was, you know, my week highs and lows, man, you yeah, know, heavy stuff, heavy stuff. I will feel bad if I don't mention this. I had one of the biggest highs I think of my life this Th- week. Wait, I would feel really bad if I didn't say that. I thought you were going to say dumps. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, not yet, which could be one of the biggest highs. <laughs> um, no. Maggie took her first step yeah, this she week. Did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> it's yeah, unbelievable. she did. It's, it's crazy. And you know what? If you hadn't mentioned that, you might have gotten in trouble with the missus. Uh, no. I was trying to find a transition. <laughs> yeah, to, no, she wouldn't have been mad. No, it's not But because we have a good marriage. You have a good marriage, yeah. and a good marriage starts with a good wedding day. Right. Do you have any advice for we a good do, wedding day? We do, but I also want to go backwards to uh, another segue that we passed by, which is I love the image of you sitting with your bride, looking at the stars by oh, the yeah. campfire. The only thing I like better than that is your kids melting down while <laughs> she's putting them to bed while you're sitting there eating a, a, a marinara and salami mountain pie chased yeah. with a cherry pie mountain pie. And it didn't end well because I just lost my temper. I, I don't lose my temper yeah, with Abby. You knew it was in there. I don't lose my temper with Abby, but she was just like, everybody's against me and, and, and like just going into this little pouty, this Miss Prissy Powell. And I was like, I can't, I don't handle that well. Right. I, like I don't handle people. You don't join well. her in, in that moment. Well, and then I apologized to her the next morning and said, I just want to know I'm with you. But... I just love the thought of them flipping out in the background and you're just sitting there eating mountain pies. <laughs> <laughs> These are the mountain pies that I drove to get bread for and they didn't eat them. You're joking. They told it. me they liked them, but. They only had two bites. How can they tell me they liked them when they only had two bites? <sighs> I just think Gosh. of the meltdown on the movie Chef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. And you no, you haven't. <laughs> As it is. Um, <laughs> funny you should say that. We did because we watched it at the beach two years ago and Jay was yes. half asleep. A little sleepy. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Yep. Marriage. Marriage. Advice. Wedding days. Not marriage. Wedding days. Wedding day advice. There's some good advice out there. And uh, we had some people actually chose to go ahead and give us some advice. Eric, would you go over some of that? Yeah. Um, Corey had some good Corey advice. Corey Trey, yeah. Married her in a gazebo in Derry, Pennsylvania. Now, let me ask you this. Did, Out in the Derry Did she have a bridal party? 6,000 people. Uh, biggest wedding ever. No. No? No. Okay. There was one couple, I think, that stood with them. She, one of her pieces of advice is don't have a bridal party. And I thought, <laughs> See, that, was, I thought that was interesting. I was like, either she's been hurt and she was burned by her bridal mm-hmm. party. Or she really uh, didn't have a bridal party. Or she didn't have one and it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went small. And then outdoor So gazebo. did she say why not to have a bridal party? I mean, I would say, uh, knowing from experience, less drama. Sure. Yeah. Right, because you mentioned some. some yeah, there was yeah. So, something happened with Amy's, and it was. Yeah. It just sure. was like less, really? vari- less variables, really? I guess. Yeah. You know? Like you want to limit those variables right. sometimes. Can't have problems with a bridal party when you don't have one. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's marriage talk for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Got that, women? <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Who that? did we piss off? <laughs> women. That's about thirty-eight minutes in. Um, and then she said, "Invite only people." Invite people that only matter to you. And that's a that's I feel like that's also a piece of good advice because like your list can get really, really, really long. I have a friend right now and her list or their list is getting really, really, really long. Well, but that brings up a good point because there's a wedding at our church. I'm actually not doing it. It's a, it's a friend, blah, blah, blah. Young, young, young couple getting married. I'm talking 14, 20 and 19 or 20 and 20. Mm-hmm. That is young. But they're like, you know, Christians. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Those people. Right. And that's why they make <laughs> Justin and Lauren feel old. That's right. right. That oh, is right. Throw back to last We've episode. come right. full circle. <laughs> but and actually, to their credit, there's ministry jobs they can't get. Or like if they go to on a mission trip. Right. They won't be able to stay in the same place. Whatever. They're like, we're just inviting our friends. And meanwhile, their moms are like, no, Mm. you're inviting cousin so-and-so and and uncle so-and-so because we're not going to have a split in this family at this point in time. You're going to hate this. We see them at funerals. We see them at weddings. And that's when we're going to (laughs) see. That is a dilemma. That's that's tough because your parents are paying for it, too. And even if they're not, 
do you want to have that? You starting off your next, you know, phase of life, mm-hmm. yeah, causing drama in the family. Is this both sides that are saying this? I don't want to disclose. Okay, all right. <laughs> but uh, you know, the point is, there's something you have the right. It's your day. That's it is by your the way. Some of my day. advice is it's your day. It's your day. Yes, but it's also going to be your marriage, right? right? And do you want your mother to say, well, you know, I spoke with Uncle Wally again, mm-hmm. still upset, mm-hmm. you know, every time. Is that what you want? Yeah. And if you're solid with, yeah, that's fine. Then, then you're, roll with it. Roll with it. Yep. But I mean, Uncle Wally's probably going to kick you more than he's going to cost you. Yep. Right. You know, and so it is advice, but you got to be careful. That's, with that that's, an, that's, a, that's a really interesting, interesting scenario. It yeah, is. Definitely. Um, Corey also said, don't spend a ton of money. I totally agree with this one. Oh. Yeah. Like. If we could do it all over again, it would be so simplified. Yep. And a little chicky piggy riggy in a fire hall. Oh, man. I will. Well, maybe I'll save it. I was going to say, I will say, I'm glad we spent the money that we did on photos because, like, that's, that's, that's one like tangible that's where you spend your yeah, money. That's one tangible thing that you can take with you forever. You always have it. And you can always look back. Like, the food's going to go. Yeah. Like, we had good food and I loved my food, but it goes. And yeah. you, you, you don't have it. You have we spent pictures. a lot on food and it wasn't good. Mm, because, that's... well, that goes to one of my things. Or, Ours was good. We had brunch. It was it was pretty excellent. But I would but say to the, photos, to the money, yeah. yeah, definitely spend the things that you're going to remember. And, and in regards to photographer, yeah. don't necessarily hire cousin Wally. No, again. spend right. the money. Spend, spend the, money. the money on the professional. Yep. Yeah. yeah, somebody that likes to do it and does it well. Yes. Um, because the currency that you spend is your leverage. If the currency is the relationship, it's the leverage of the photographer. Yeah, yes. that's true with any relationship. I think that might have been more brilliant than I even thought, because then they can say, oh, hey, we're friends. So right. it's good enough. Right. Yeah. Whereas you're like, look, I paid you two grand. And right. that's why people and by that it means seven grand. Right. That's, that's why yeah, a lot yeah. of times like family and business don't, don't mix or don't friends mix. and business don't mix because there is that. Well, it's me. Or, or I don't want to say anything because right. it's them. Right. And it's interesting. We, uh, this just popped in my head because it, when Amy and I were getting married, that was like the not the beginning of digital photography, but like that's when it was like getting popular. Yeah. So we were fortunate enough to be able to buy the digital version mm-hmm. of all the pictures, mm-hmm. which is great. So now we don't have to like convert everything to digital and we have like a nice high quality digital photo, which is nice. Tech time in Rome. Right. Tech it's coming. Rome. Uh, um, my first on uh, different subject, my first <laughs> digital camera was this big giant thing that I could actually put a floppy disk in. Oh yeah. I remember those. Yeah. It Maybe. would, I, I still have all those floppy disks somewhere. They probably look great on those really low resolution screens. Oh man, it's amazing <laughs> how far we've come. Two hundred DPI, <laughs> um, half a megapixel. Crazy. She, she goes on to say, "Keep it simple, small. Remember why you're getting married mm-hmm. in the first place." And yeah, I think keeping it simple is is one, it of the, good. one of the best pieces. Unless of the one person, predominantly the bride, is passionate about it being complex. In which case, hey guy, you better join her. Well, and and here's what here's what I'm going to say to that too, because because Tyler and uh, Tyler's wedding that we went to over in Ohio, yes, unbelievable. It was probably besides my own wedding, it was the most Pinteresty wedding, even better, like like better Pinteresty and and, and than my wedding. Like like that to me, like when I went to this wedding, like you rode up in in a wagon and it was like it was hot. I mean, you're outside, but. It was it was so cool. Like it was such a cool wedding. Yeah, it was. And like, I think they got exactly what they wanted. I don't think they'll regret spending the money that they spent no. or the time to make it what it was. Yes, it right. was but, awesome. But there's some you just like, hey, let's throw money at this because what we're supposed to do, right? Don't and then do you that. regret that. You right. know, the dance party in the barn yeah. afterwards. Well, we everybody's sweating like crazy. It was it was awesome. That's when my leg was about to blow up. I couldn't dance. Remember, uh, I had I had you couldn't to, dance if you wanted. Oh. I couldn't dance if I you wanted to. You had to leave to. your friends behind. I had to leave my friends behind because <laughs> of a blood clot in my leg. That's not part of the song. But no, I mean, so it. I think I, I think oh, the, <laughs> yeah, I think there's a way that you can spend the money if you really do genuinely get what you want and and completely enjoy it. And I think that they did at that. You know, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. I enjoyed it. I love uh, Benjamin Busby. Ben Busby. Ben Busby. Um, his advice is. Following the advice. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, if you hear advice, take it. <laughs> well, it could be what he meant. Or the fact that he's getting married in September. That's the way. Oh, he's saying he is following the <laughs> yes. advice. Yes. Yep. So listen to yourself. Listening to me. Listening listen to yourself. To yourself. 
<laughs> yes, they're getting married at the uh, actually the Rivers Casino Ooh, in September. Down here on the river. He and his lovely uh, fiance Kayla. Nice. Is there going to be a Garth Brooks concert in town that night? I, we would only hope so. <laughs> actually, they, no, we're going to trump that. What could be bigger than Garth Brooks? Nobody, I guess. Oh, man. Mega Garth The Brooks. Rolling Stones. <laughs> Kanye. No, too soon. Anyhow. <laughs> What was the other advice that we got? Uh, uh, Heather Houlihan, separate blankets. <laughs> See, that's marriage advice. <laughs> that is marriage advice. That's not wedding day advice. But, I mean, well, yes, because so Cody sleeps in bed with us, and Cody has been taking up way too much space. Cody the dog. Specific, oh, yes. Specifically <laughs> Cody on... Cody the neighbor. <laughs> specifically on Amy's side. Ooh. And I feel like we just need to get another blanket. And also... He needs to move over. Dude, we start we started creating Chalupa for the past two weeks. Creating, I thought you said grading. Great, creating, creating Chalupa. We've been creating Chalupa. No, grading. Oh. Like, uh, Chalupa, you got a B today. What was that Dwight Schrute's invention where he could remove part of a horse <laughs> yeah. without killing without the horse to make? <laughs> I have nine and seven-eighths of a horse. <laughs> and that's been good for you to not have her in bed with you. Until she starts going... At like four o'clock in the morning because she needs to get out. But at least that's better. Like and and past couple mornings I've gotten up with her, taken her out, and she just goes real quick and yeah. then comes back in and then runs away from me down into Ethan's room because she uh-huh. doesn't want to go back in the cage. But uh-huh. I was gonna say she went right back in the crate. That's great. No, she did not. She just keeps running away from me. She goes down and snuggles with Ethan. Yeah, that's uh-huh. fine. It, it, that's been nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that'll be a cool memory for completely him. Completely off topic um, as far as weddings go. Nothing to do with the wedding. But I'll tell you what's on topic. Yes, that for the day of the wedding. You want either the either the best man and the maid of honor or a designated somebody, which is a good way to get that detailed person that's not in the wedding party involved. They need to know everything that the bride and the groom know so that on the day of the wedding, the bride and groom don't make any decisions. They're not in the detail business. They just yeah. so somebody comes up to them. Well, the seating chart's all wrong, and so and so. You go, oh, that Sally's, guy. Yeah, Sally's have, taking care of have that. A, have a guy or girl for that. Yep. And so that has been mm-hmm. very good advice. My brother gave me that, and he told have me that a gu- have somebody for that. We were just they, talking about that. Know when, right. When's the limo supposed to be there? Who's yep. taking the presents away? What's the seating chart? Yeah, Who's all that stuff. Somebody else needs to know it. Well, it can't just rest in the bride and the groom, or they're going to be consumed with the operations of the wedding day. Yeah. I'll get. I'll go like a step more granular, because um, this is this is something that came up. Uh, at work because there's two people that just got engaged um, at work uh, recently and and Jill she has a dog Riley and Riley is like the sweetest golden retriever you've ever met and somebody said well you have to have her walk the ring down the aisle she has to be the ring bearer you know and um, she was like yeah I would love that because she's part of the engagement pictures and like Mm -hmm. she's been like a huge part of Jill's life and um, but she was like, but then I have to, I have to like deal with Riley, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, right? I was like, you put it out there, yep, and you put it out there for somebody that hey, I need somebody to take care of Riley this day. I guarantee you, somebody will step up and say, I'll do it, yeah, and and just let them do it. Let them love you by by taking care of whatever your need is for that day. Mm-hmm. My brother came up to me at the reception. And he goes, see those four people over there? Do you know them? And I was like, no, I do not. And what our wedding had been crashed by a, I think we talked about this before, by a uh, class reunion, Fox Chapel class reunion. And he's like, all right, I'll go get rid of them. And I was like, ah, let him stay. <laughs> if our wedding's better yeah. than that, that class, reunion, class reunion, right? let's have him stay. But it's only because my brother was in charge of all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually, as part of his toast, was if anybody has a problem, if anybody has any questions, come up. And talk to me. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Jay. Yeah, that's Don't great. Go to them. Yeah, which goes to other advice for the um, toasts. Three minutes tops, no swearing. Oh, okay. Three yeah, no minutes, swearing. Tops, no swearing. Yeah, that's huge. And, and and I think to that point, I I used to bartend at a, a hotel, and I did. I was in banquets, so pretty much anything that came through, I was doing. You know, whether it was a concert or. Um, other things, um, but I did a lot of wedding receptions. Yeah, and I would say twenty five percent of them were absolutely ruined by alcohol. <gasps> I was just gonna, and say I'm not this. gonna say don't have alcohol at your wedding. Just wait but, a little bit, <laughs> but 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 don't let something stupid ruin all of the momentum that you had going. Especially if you do love each other, don't let something like that ruin. Are you yeah. talking about just in general the wedding or the toast? 
No, I'm talking about general the the way that the night ended for this couple, this handful of couple, or, or however you know, however ten. Somebody got tanked. Somebody fell over. Somebody and, and did it was something. There, and there was just a lot of bad feelings going around, right. and that sucks when like especially if you truly because there were some couples that came through, and the guy was already cheating during. The the groom was already cheating with his somebody else. Okay, don't, there. That's good that's wedding advice. Good. Don't don't, do, don't, do don't have a relationship outside of your marriage before your marriage. Surprise, right? Good. Or it's good. Good. You wedding, heard it here wedding, first. At your wedding reception is not a good place to be. You know, screwing around well, on your wife. And I was gonna say, wow. um, I didn't have that down. <laughs> write that down, yeah, everybody. You, should, you, you heard it here first. One. Um, down, beat, never but like, if you if you're the groom or the the uh, maid of honor and you mm. you are to give a toast. Um, it's not about you. Well, well, you've worked, you've probably crafted this thing, and you've waited, you know, so long to give this speech. Wait a little bit to, you know, get hammered. You know, if, yes, if, if, to, to indulge, but, but just also this has self control because the food's ready at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And so then when you go longer, the food gets colder. Yeah, and you're wasting thousands of dollars. Damn. Yeah. Another thing, and this is uh, good advice: bride coming down the aisle with dad. Yeah, I always tell the groom. Look at your bride. Yep. For at least two seconds straight, mm-hmm. then look at dad. Yeah. You'll never forget what she looks like. Yeah. But you're not going to lose it. Yeah. Because what happens far too often is a guy focuses on the bride, and then all of a sudden it's like, ooh, waterworks kick right. in. And tearing is yeah. cool. Tearing is cool. Yeah. Crying and sobbing. Yeah. Ugh. Bad look. Yeah. It's a bad look. But the, weren't you the one that also said that you started crying when the first bridesmaid came down the hall? Yeah, that was oh, what. That, okay. So that I tell them, you want to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> because that was the advice my brother gave me was to look. But yeah. then uh, he didn't tell me about that. So I get him ready for that. Um, again, do the wedding the way you want to do it. You know, don't let somebody tell you it has to be a certain way. This is the wedding service. Yeah. You want to have six readings? Have six readings. And again, if you're in a denomination that doesn't allow for it, well, that's on you. Right. But you want to have one reading, have one. Have none. You want to have a little, you know, gimmick, you know, a, a cord of three, a mm-hmm. candle, a knot. Great. Do it. It's your wedding. Break if you want to be a 10-minute service, make it a 10-minute service. Bang it out. Do it. That's fine. It's yeah. your world. Now, reception. A few other things I like to add on. Um, I have no idea what I wrote there. <laughs> Remember the last time I wrote myself notes. All right. A couple things with the DJ. You must give them a must play and a must, must not, not play. Yes. yes. And I even told our DJ, I have three different men who are told to escort you from the premises <laughs> and are able to do your job once you leave nice. if you play any of these songs, <laughs> which didn't happen. Um, the chicken dance, the hokey pokey. Yes. The YMC. No, we, uh, yeah, all those things. Our, that was in the boy band. Like, and it was 1999. Mm. And I'm like, a, I'm like, if you play NSYNC, if you play Backstreet no Boys, bye, bye, you're bye. out. <laughs> the, uh, that's another good place to spend your money is on DJ, DJ or sound or entertainment. And too. I, there was a wedding that I was helping Justin out with. Um, I was with Matt, um, our, our friends, mutual friends here. Um, and the DJ was this young kid. He was like 17 and he was, he had a digital setup and then there was like a hype guy who mm. did all the, let's yeah. get, let's get the, the father, comes the bride and the father groom. daughter dance, you know, let's do, let's mm. start this, let's start yep. this, um, right. line dance going more of the and MC of the thing. He was very, very good, really good energy. But the kid's talent was like mixing the songs and playing. Mm. Every, so like, so underrated, be, it was awesome. Yeah, the kid would huge. have like the, the song would be playing and then he would like sneak in like three beats of the next song that's coming up and mm-hmm. it would go from like Kanye West mm-hmm. to like Bob Seger, like mm. three seconds of like Bob Seger coming in and like right back to Kanye. And then like he would do it like a couple more times and then he would kick into the, the Bob awesome. Seger song. It was so sweet and it yeah. was so fun because like, and it like hyped up the crowd. They're like, "Oh, I love that song," you know. And, the, and it then he got brought them, it back, it, yeah. and it got them That's like to sweet. stay out there. I was, like, you know, I want to stay out for that song too. Right. You know, it, it was it was really cool. And you that could tell cool. they spent some money on, on their DJ, and it was it, it, mm-hmm. it, it was in their benefit. That's sweet. Designated dancers. You want to hold about eight to ten people, and you say, if that dance floor is ever empty, you must go up and dance. Oh wow! Because the worst thing is when the dance floor dies, then nobody wants to go up right. and be the first people back on the dance. It's like floor. a junior high dance, and so you wow. have that. Don't. That's next level. And don't let I've never heard kids that. dominate the dance floor mm. because that ruins a reception. Because then everybody just watches the kids flopping all over the place. Right. Mm-hmm. If you've invited kids to the reception. So Ooh, you, how do you feel about that? I'm not a huge fan. 
Yeah. No, nah, I'm not a huge fan. But again, your wedding, you do what you no, want. No, right. Um, one of my friends getting married right now, they're they're not going to have They've invited kids. all children. No, no <laughs> it's adults. Just no adults. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I will finish. Um, although, back to the wedding, actual wedding. Don't do a crash. You know, the paper thing that they take down the middle of the aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody does it anymore. And some people have started talking about it again. It's the stupidest thing in the world. The bridesmaids <laughs> fall. We did it. It, they fall. It doesn't ever go out straight, and yeah. it's it's just not worth your time. But I will say this: some of the best advice. One, leave early. Bride and groom leave the reception at least twenty minutes before it's over. Oh, you yeah. want to get out of there at a high note. Yeah, when the, when, it, when it's still banging and it's pumping mm. and everything's good. Yeah, you want to get out, leave on the high note for two reasons. One, you don't want to clean up. You don't clean up your own reception. No. You get out of there. I don't even care if you're just going home, which I still wish more people, a lot of people anymore don't go on their honeymoon the next day. It makes sense. I get it. You ruin two days, three days of your honeymoon just being wiped out. But just go. Get yeah. away. Be the new Mr. and yeah. Mrs. Now, that momentum is amazing. I will counter that with one very specific situation that happened to my friend Brett. So they had their wedding and it was coming to the end of the night where they were like supposed to leave. But them and all their friends didn't want to leave. They wanted to keep going. It's not about that. So their friend said, hey, if you want, we will pay more money to this venue if we can stay, if that's what you want. And that's what they did. And they kept the party going. Oh, well, and they like and if they wanted. Right. You right know well, I mean? my point like, is then they still hopefully left 20 minutes for everybody else. Sure. But they kept it. Well, that's go- good like, friends. Right, I, I right? pay to keep amazing. the reception going. Can't do better on that one. Like no, I mean, like can't do better. I thought that was pretty cool that like they pitched in to keep the party going and, and rolling and having a good time. Because I mean, this is one part in your life where there's a lot of people there that are there to support you, and they're not all together in one room. And it won't happen again. And it won't mm-hmm. happen again. until maybe your funeral. <laughs> Last bit of advice, and it goes with that. There's two reasons why. One is you don't want to clean up your own party. And for a while, oh, Rachel and I became right? the reception cleanup people i don't know why we're the last ones that reached like four receptions in a row well you're finishing everybody's drinks like yeah saying. exactly i wish <laughs> second drinks the other reason is because thanks Pam. typically historically speaking the bride has planned this day her whole life mm-hmm. again i'm being somewhat sexist but more women spend their life Gosh, thinking about their wedding traditionalist, day. Jay. yes and they have thought about this day and all of a sudden the realization is going to hit to them it's over mm-hmm. everything i've done is over yeah and so you got to get them out of there if they're there by they themselves alone and yeah. now, now here's the other bit of advice i give in the last half really hour good. before you leave you i don't this is to the groom mm-hmm. you go and you be right by her side yeah no matter what whether she says oh honey i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine don't leave her side your boys forget it you've had your evening with your boys yep. you've done this your mom everything else because that thought is going to be gun is going to begin to hit mm-hmm. her and then if you're not there so yeah. I go, oh, this Alone. is almost over. And where is he? Yep. And the I've told you the story of the most selfish guy I've ever met, the one who does neglect as mm-hmm. an emotional response. You're the worst husband because you don't listen. You don't listen because you're the worst husband. Give me a beer. At their wedding. <laughs> at their wedding, I went up to him and I said, hey, listen. I said, she needs you right now. I said, you've got to go be with her. He goes, oh, I totally get it. I said, no, listen, she's going to start to panic and she's going to start to get sad. You have got to go be with her. And he's like, no, man, I totally get it. I totally get it. We're going to go pee on the ice sculpture. Do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then I went and stood by her, uh, you know, for that. But it's such a great line. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. We're going to pee on the ice sculpture. You want to go? <laughs> I mean, as far as being an idiot, you can't do better than that. <laughs> you cannot do better than that. Pee on an ice sculpture. I've never done that. That's he has. Neat. Yeah, right. Probably all of his weddings. <laughs> but you can't do better than that. Right. Um, I think so. I think for my do better, I'll, I'll go first, please. Um, cause I'm the transition guy. Oh, that's right. You're the transition guy. So, um, for those of you who don't know, maybe first time listeners, we live in Pittsburgh and football is a pretty big deal here uh, in the yes. bird. And, uh, this past year we have lost a, uh, I wouldn't say we lost. We have... Added by subtraction. (laughs) Added by subtraction. Uh, Antonio Brown from our team. And uh, we basically said, good riddance. Uh, We'll see you later on somebody else's team. Yeah, can we pay somebody to take you? He has gone to the Raiders 
and there's been some uh, report reports as of late. He um, he's, he's kind of being the center of attention out there for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I guess so. He stood in the cryogenic yeah. thing. I don't, I'm not wrong footwear. Cryogenic. Right. So did he not wear anything in there? Uh, and, it doesn't seem that way. And he has frostbitten feet. So yeah, he's missed I, a I, bunch I, of practice. So I, yeah, he's missed like all of like training camp. Though and some whatnot. have said he's missed more than he really needed to. Probably because there's another issue. Because he's a little diva, yep, if you will. Diva. And uh, <laughs> they said he went from being big chest, which is what he called himself, to cold toes. <laughs> oh snap! I like that. And now there's an issue so with his helmet. helmet. They have new helmets, but he uh, evidently is refusing to play without his old helmet. Again, I go back to the diva comment. So one. Man, if you're given another chance on another football team after the way you've acted, and given a raise and yeah, an extension, yeah, do better. And uh, two, just don't be a, you know what, diva. Yeah. But on the other hand, hey, Steelers, can't do better. Can't do better. Can't do better. <laughs> get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. I said like and today. He said he's going to sit out the year if he can't wear his helmet from last year. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Was that Maggie? Oh. It was about one minute, 25 seconds. Or one hour, 25 seconds. I just, seconds. I have to imagine they're in the Steelers locker room right now going, do you believe it? We are free. Yeah. We are free of that. You Gosh. know, Ben Roethlisberger is texting Derek Carr. Hey, how's practice today? <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. LOL. Hey, remember, remember when uh, Antonio Brown's kids asked for me? Yeah. <laughs> At your uh, training camp. At your training camp, Derek Carr. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so do better, Antonio Brown. See you later. I've got to do better, can't do better. Yes. Because I, I just love the way this woman responded to this. What the, woman? This woman from Washington. Headline, woman bitten after, po- after posing for picture with octopus on her face. Pierce County, Washington. What a what a Washington woman thought would be a fun and unusual photo op turned into a painful situation when an octopus bit her on the face and injected her with its venom. Jamie Biscaglia said she intended to enter a photo contest during a fishing derby near Tacoma, Washington. So she met up with she met up Friday to take a picture with some fishermen who had hooked them, who had hooked an octopus. So crazy me. Hindsight now and looking back, I probably made a big mistake. She said. Basalia put the big, put the small octopus, believed to be either a ju- juvenile version of a giant Pacific octopus or a Pacific red octopus, on her face and posed. At first, the animal grabbed her with its suckers. Then it did something she didn't expect. The octopus bit her face. It had barreled its beak into my chin and then let go beak. a little bit and yeah, did it again, the victim said. It was a really intense pain when it went inside and it just bled, dripping blood for a long time. Been so there. <laughs> the. The, happens the do better that, is, is not to do better. Please don't put an octopus, even a small octopus, on your face because it may freak out and injure you. And they can go, they can get through, a, a giant octopus can get through a space as big of a quarter. That's that could, a, that could that's have gone into her nose. Amazing. I've seen, I've seen like an octopus like creep its way off of a boat, like through a tiny hole. It yep. is, it is like things of like sci fi, like out of a horror movie. It's yes. wild. But the do better, and I got to give her credit because she I mean, went the on. The can't do better, correct. I got to give her credit because she also, in the same article, went and, and she did an interview with the local news and totally admitted just she owned it. And I love that. I love that about her. She was like, it was really dumb and I don't do it. And so I give her a lot of credit for, you know, not being like, oh, this looked. like she didn't make a victim out of herself, you know, like so many people might do. She just owned it. And I, I love that. So, lady, can't do better. Do better. Can't, can't do, do better. better. Why are you doing better? You can't do better than what she did doing better. Right. Speaking of can't do better, uh, I told you we stayed at the Sheraton Bayfront Hotel. Yeah. Oh, where I'm in the bathroom. That's all you need to know. And I hear a commotion in the hotel room. And when I come out, Joe and Bella open up the safe because Joe was keeping himself busy by locking and unlocking the safe. And they realized <laughs> that is so Joe. <laughs> that is the Joeyest lock the thing. Safe, think unlock of. the safe, lock the safe, unlock the safe. <laughs> and as they open it up, there is a sticker that is this big and it is glitter and it is of the male organ. Oh, wait, is a sticker. Uh, huh. it's uh, a glitter sticker. All right. Um, inside the, the inside safe. the, the oh, safe of safe. the male it's organ. Safe. Yes. It's bougie. So I, I take a picture of it. I take it downstairs and it was great. The, the lady at the desk reminded me of the woman, the concierge on 
the office. The office, yeah. She, I don't know why she just did. Yeah. But I showed her the picture. It was outstanding. Uh, I mean, it was as if she'd seen a thousand ghosts. And I'm like, we're getting comped. <laughs> we're getting comped. And I said, listen, I'm not angry. Yeah. I just thought you'd want to know. Yeah. Right. She's like, may I please have your phone to go show your manager? And she goes in the back and like, to her disappears. Manager. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe turns to me and he goes, you know, that sticker is going to be your wallpaper now. <laughs> <laughs> and the manager of the entire Sheraton Bayfront comes up and on behalf of Sheraton and everything else, we apologize. And I'm like, and? And, yes. and she's like, Keep we're talking. very, very sorry. And I'm like, okay. And I walked away and Joe's like, should we have gotten something? I'm like, we should have gotten something. But, but I didn't ask. I didn't ask. I was I fine. can't do better. You didn't ask. I didn't ask. it's nobody's like fault. It was a mishap. Right. And it's fine. Right. Next day, checking out. Completely different crew. Two stickers. No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you they so much for you staying on the way with out. us at Sheridan. <laughs> uh, are there any other problems? Any other questions or anything you have for us? Nope. She goes, great. Where are you heading today? I said, we're heading over to Waldemere. She goes, hold on one second. Boom. Four passes. Oh, oh man. Can't do better on her Can't then. do better. Man, wow. there's so many says, like twists and, and turns goes, in the story. She goes, please remember us the next time you're in town. <laughs> Dad, come right. We will. How can you not forget the, uh, the free the glitter, the glitter penis the glittery sticker? Penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean the free tickets. Don't yes, want. both. <laughs> So it worked out. Is that, is that why Joe was uh, opening and closing the safe? Like, open the safe. It's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's still, still there. there. <laughs> that, yes. That's a that's an octopus beak. Look at that. That thing will mess you up. Apparently, wow. it will. show Facebook that. Yeah, pinch you real bad. Jeez, my goodness. Well, on that note, uh, this has been a great show. Very great advice. Um, lots of highs and lows, just like our week. I feel yep. like you know we had lots that's of life. good times. Lots. It is, and that's why we do this. We are here to join each other, whether it's good or bad. Um, and so, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching Facebook. Uh, we are here today. We did it on a Friday. Yeah, we've never done it on a Friday before. We try to do it Wednesdays and Thursdays because but my eerie trip. These guys were great and worked around. Jay it. had to go see a giant glittery thing and. <laughs> And I'll have um, that story for the rest of our lives. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, please, again, visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. Uh, you can find us again on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Spotify, all of those things. Please give us feedback. Please join in the conversation. We want to have your emails and things like that. Um, so on behalf of all the guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.